My mouth tastes like deviled eggs. Ew. The after, like, I'll go in on a deviled egg all the time for the aftertaste. Yeah. Don't want it. It's bad. I should have brushed my teeth before this, but why would I ever do that? <laughs> we actually got ready today, Yeah, though. we got ready. Can you tell? So, I think we were talking about it on our Patreon episode, right? Yeah. How we just feel like it's like when you're in a relationship and you get so comfortable and you like stop dressing up and like you just you feel like you don't need to like get done up to impress. Right. I feel like we got like that with you guys. Yeah. We got (laughs) to the point where I mean the last few episodes speaking for myself at least I've been a hungover and b just like super out of it wasn't getting ready no makeup barely showering from the night before. Right. So we (laughs) we sat down and we were like okay we feel like we don't want you guys to think that we don't care about you guys anymore so (laughs) not the case at all I mean not only is this podcast like the most comfortable thing we do every week and like we obviously on a deeper level have like such an open relationship with you guys we literally talk about everything we're best friends we're also in the comfort of our own home we're literally on the couch that we sit on every day soak into and watch tv like yeah we're in our home so it's hard to almost separate the two yes and I like forgot a little bit I forgot like oh you can wear makeup inside your own house right it's okay right because it doesn't it just feels weird so I did my makeup we got we got cute loungy outfits on yeah. coordinated and I didn't brush my teeth though after I ate my eggs so. it's okay they can't smell your breath so that's all that matters good thing yeah because we would you have think your breath stinks I mean probably I had it's okay you don't have to okay <laughs> <laughs> you're going for kiss <laughs> I had capers on top too so I have like Ooh, vinegary a little bit of yeah okay it's yeah so um, this is Advice Podcast. Oh yes, hello. I'm Kristen McAtee. And I'm Alex Cote. And that is our intro here. So if you're new, that was <laughs> you're probably turned off yeah. by that. But um whatever. Hello. Welcome back. So I am having like a really big croissant kick right now, you guys. Yeah, you've had like three this week. Yeah. No, it's I'm, I, I wake up and I think about it. Like I think they from th- from Maman specifically or just in general. I do love Maman's because it's there's something like so fresh about them. I mean, they make them in house, but I'm just on the biggest croissant kick. And Alex and I officially just booked my birthday trip. Yeah. We're going to London, and then one day we're taking the train to Paris, and we're doing one day in Paris. Literally one day in Paris. So last oh my god, we're gonna be like Emily in Paris. No, literally, like you need to <laughs> watch one sing? episode. God no. Besides <laughs> that, nobody's singing. Um, uh, last night Alex went out, but I sat on the couch for. Literally the five (laughs) hours she was out and researched, I researched restaurants. I researched eight options, no, nine options alone for afternoon tea. I researched like ticket prices, things to do all in Paris in one day. I did so much research and I just feel like- You could be a travel agent. Literally. What perfect time to be on a croissant kick than before a trip to Paris. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. Maybe it's just like my body- no one it's coming sure like, no i think like, you are like i'm you're, embodying you're in you're in like london mindset right now you're in vacay mode i'm so excited. as some would say i'm so excited <laughs> like i feel like we're gonna come home and i'm gonna be that girl that has like a paris themed bedroom <gasps> please no <laughs> Marilyn, like Marilyn monroe and then <laughs> Marilyn monroe and then the eiffel tower and like purple like shaggy pillow but like plum purple yeah. like not like cute purple like like 50 year old purple yes <laughs> don't put it past me that's all i'm saying i when i get into oh something God. i get into it yeah 
So I'm really excited, you guys. No, it's going to be so much fun. This is going to be one of those trips that we're going to be talking about when we're 85 years old and yep. reminiscing on shit we used to do in our 20s. Hey, remember that mo- that year we moved to New York and then that summer we went to freaking London? London? It, the, the reason we chose London, it, it was completely Alex's idea, by the way. We were sitting at Django, that jazz show, the other night we told you guys about, and we had talked about London a few times because we realized it's only a seven hour flight from here. Mm-hmm. It's like London in our heads growing up was always this like big international trip because we were so far away on the West Coast. It's now nearly give or take an hour equidistant to just going home to the Bay. Yep. And we already had London in our minds because we were supposed to do a big mm. London trip over the holidays 2021, I believe. And we ended up canceling that. And at least for me, London has always been in my head as like the next big place I would go. And on top of it, like Lee's there, one of our really good friends lives there. Yeah, It just felt right. Yep. It felt right. It's relatively easy. It, and we, we can make it a quick trip too. It's, it's so close that we can do it again. So we don't have to feel like we have to like shove everything in one trip, Mm -hmm. which is like, that's how I feel whenever I go to Australia because I know I'm probably not going to go back for a few years because it's a big trip. Right. And you like you make sure you try and go for at least like 10 days so you can do things and not feel rushed. This we're going five nights relatively quick and like relatively affordable. The price for our ticket going there is the same as if we would have bought that same ticket going home. Right. But we're going somewhere new and like, oh, I'm just so excited. Neither of us have been here, too. I feel like a lot of the places we've traveled together, one of us is gone and it's like. There's already like a a vibe set like, oh, last time I did this, we should go here again or we shouldn't do this. We're going to be experiencing everything. Going blind. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. So you'll be hearing a lot about it up until and then probably a lot about it right after. We're gonna be here, here. Oh, we're going to podcast there. Oh, yeah. We're going to do an episode there. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Well, I'm, um, I don't even know what it'll be. In the Eiffel Tower. On top of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> not strapped to anything. Standing on the windiest day. Could you imagine? The Big Ben. The Big Ben. Oh my god! I can't wait to see Big Ben. We want to. We want to do hate, hate us for it, but we have to do the touristy stuff in Paris. Yeah, because we're there for. We're probably gonna be there like ten hours. Yeah, like we're going in the morning. We're leaving at night. Like quick, gotta shove everything in. So please send your favorites, your recommendations, your do's, your don'ts, your tips and tricks for anything Paris and anything London. We're so excited! I oh my god! I'm so. I feel like I'm gonna fall in love with the culture. Like I'm just. I'm just ready. You're just going to be a petty girl. I'm going to be a petty girl. And it's my 28th birthday. Like, And you took French in high school. Right. And I remember (laughs) maybe 5%. No. (laughs) We have this coffee shop where she gets her croissants. The place is called Maman. And I was like, what do you think Maman means? And she's like, I don't know. And then you looked it up and you're like, fuck, I took French in high school. (laughs) It means mom. Yeah. (laughs) It's mom. (laughs) I was like, God, I, don't, I, I like gave myself a sec. I'm like, hold on, let me like try and think. Like, I might know it. Link, stop. I might know it. No, I don't. It's okay. I know like random words. Like, yeah. I know how to say like I would, but like I can't say what I would do. I could just say I would. Right. And like, there's like little <laughs> random things. Such random shit sticks. Like, I think I'm gonna um get Duolingo for yeah. I almost said for friends. <laughs> yeah. For French. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll like just like the, I'll up. do like the intro course, you know, right. We're going to be there for a day. It'd be nice to like walk into a shop and know what to ask for. And, you know, yeah, I was just telling Alex before this, like I from from what I know, Parisians, I mean, they love their culture. And one thing they want is just like at least try 
to speak the language. It's, I mean, it's their native language. They love their language. So we don't want to be walking in a store and they say bonjour and we're like, hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, we, we can hit them with a bonjour. Yeah. And then we can learn at least like we can at least say we don't know how to speak French. Do you speak English? We can at least I, I literally wrote down because I made like a note of all the stuff I was researching last night. I wrote down like we'll start with water, please. And like little things like that from what I was reading, it was like just try and then they'll notice that like you're right. trying and like but you're definitely not a French speaker and then most of them speak English so then after that you could follow with English but we don't want to be the ignorant Americans coming in being like what's up can I do a coca-cola like fuck oh my god I hate us Americans are the grossest my my parents are coming to visit New York uh, in March. Oh yeah, it'll be right before the trip. Literally like the week before. And my mom has made a <laughs> things to do. First of all, my mom and dad, when they travel, they watch like travel YouTube vlogs for like the places they're going to go. So they watched a New York one and she wrote, we have a shared document of all the places that my mom wants to go. And like the emoji use right like, <laughs> i did a list but like she, there's this, an emoji for every verb for everything um it's just so funny seeing all the bars crocodile lounge with extra exclamation marks because that means that the big red ones because that means they really want to go there oh and I, yeah wait she see. should have a key i think she did <laughs> oh she texted it to me okay <laughs> but it's just uh, i'm so excited for them to come visit and it's my parents first time in new york Times square at night <laughs> the Times Square exclamation with point the night, night emoji and the moon and the emoji. Moon, she said nine one one memorial, not nine. <laughs> Take subway, Statue of Liberty. These are good. These she's are- gonna have so much fun. She's such like a, a like mainstream tourist. Yeah, wants to do all the touristy shit, which I get. To. It's her first time in New York. She has to see it all. I'm surprised Empire State Building isn't on here. Does she not like heights? I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I'll ask her. Yeah, I feel like doing touristy things gets a bad rep because it's it is basic. It is mainstream, whatever. But like But it's touristy for a reason. Like you wanna yeah. see the bullshit. It's like it's iconic. Yeah. Like you it's why not if you're going your first time? Like knock it out. I get like it it is annoying. Like when I when people used to come to LA, I'd be like, We are not going to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But I do get if it's your first time. First time. time I mean we did that shit shit our first time. Right. But it's all relative. Like you if you're from there or you go there a lot, you're like, we are not doing that. But you have to think about fresh eyes and a fresh yep. mind. They're like, this is the coolest thing they in the fucking see world. It. Exactly why we're going to the Eiffel Tower. Literally. <laughs> uh, we went to, or I went to my first show last night. We So Sister Nancy, if you don't know her, you probably know one song. Right. It's the, oh, I wish I could play it. Bum, 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 Just a little reggae vibe. Yeah. We went to a show. I went to the show with this guy that I've been seeing. And his parents. And it was really fun. His parents, the parents are the parents. The rents. The rents. He texted me and said, okay. So he got my ticket. And he was like, all right, we're all set. You're going to meet the rents. Did you did you <laughs> sit next to them? Like, what was the seating arrangement? Uh, it was just like an open foot. It was oh, okay. such a cool venue. It's called Market Hotel. Mm-hmm. It's in Brooklyn. It's like this upstairs open venue, like really cool DJ setup. And it's just like this big open GA area. Okay. And we were just like standing around with beers, dancing. It was really fun. It's a vibe. It was a really vibe. good vibe. It's not like sit down. So no, how do you know each other? Like it it's wasn't like interviewee. I Thank fucking hate that. God, and he had said that like when he invited me, he was like, "My parents are going, and you know, I would I would love for you to go, and I don't want you to like, I don't want it to be weird. It's not a big like meet the parents thing. They're, my parents are like homies, like they're really cool. Good. So that that's would make me why. So much more comfortable. Yeah. 
I think if it was like, do you want to come to my parents' house for dinner? For dinner. Like, no. Like on their turf too. Like it'd be like. It's intimidating. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Did you, we were talking about it before she left. Does she hug or does she shake hands? What'd you end up doing? They were, yeah, it was a big hug vibe. Good. At least uh, from what I could tell. Did they say, oh, I'm a hugger. No. And do that thing? No. We were talking, because she was like, what do do I do? But his mom like came towards me first and like we both. That's, someone's got to set the tone. Yeah. And I. I mean, this is actually perfect for this episode because we're talking about communication styles, as you can tell by the title. But um, like with the the hug and the shaking the hand with who anybody who initiates, you meet, it's so like I am a hugger, but I never Me assume too. because if you're not a hugger, you you're, don't want to be hugged, yeah. and it's gonna be really uncomfortable. So I do always assume the handshake, and then I allow them to be. Oh, I'm the hooker. Handshakes always feel so cold. Like coming from me, I always feel so cold when I me handshake too. people. Oh, I don't like it no. by any means, but like you have to respect boundaries. But I, right. I always appreciate when people like come for the hug oh. first. Then I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. You can almost like drop the small talk. Yes. Like everybody just relax. The power of a hug. Yeah. The power of a hug. The power of a hug. Well, good. Do you, how do you like feel about it? Do you feel like it changed anything in your head or you really um, just taking it for what it is taking it for what it is it it was it was really cool seeing like where he come came from he's a lot like his parents and like the energy that i get from him is very it's always been very chill and it's cool to see that that's not like it's actually his personality yep like he's the way him and his mom communicate and the way him and his dad joke around like it's very him and it made me feel like i knew just like a little bit more about him right it was it was very um eye-opening i guess it was nice it's a good point or reassuring right Because I feel like some people, you become a product of the opposite of your parents. Right. Out of like, oh, I don't want to be like them. But to know that like he's like comfortable in his skin and where he got it from. And like like you said, it's legit. It's not just like a facade. Right. And he like talks highly of his parents. And he the fact that he can go out to a A concert. A concert. uh, Yeah. And like the original plan was... (laughs) (laughs) the original plan was for him to go with his parents and like right it it was a i don't know it's it was cool did you get mama mama's boy vibes no okay good i I was gonna yeah (laughs) i because i have an eye for it right and it i did not at all get mama's boy's vibe and there's like which is so interesting because it's such a fine line because they have a good relationship right but there's no i don't see any like weird dependency whereas like with my ex it was like uppy uppy literally (laughs) mommy milky (laughs) we're um i don't know if you guys are watching it too but we're watching the current season of love island uk which is like so weird because it's not in summer yeah we usually watch it like kind of back to back with the u.s yeah we kind of may june i don't know this is the first year we're actually watching it when it rolls out that's true the uk version we usually watch it when it's complete but the the reason i brought it up i wasn't completely changing the subject here mama's boys there's a guy on there, Kai. Is that his name? Oh yeah. So really liked him off the we, bat. We like he's super chill. Like he seems like really normal. And then there was one scene on I think it was the latest episode. Well, maybe not now by the time this is out. But he he was ironing a shirt and he was kind of like huffing and puffing, like oh god, this is like so annoying to do. And he follows saying, "My mom usually does this," and it was like a quick and like they cut to the next scene really quick like and they didn't like, make it a thing you had to be listening to like really catch it and like yes you had to think about it to register it and i was like did you hear that alex and she's <laughs> like yes 
that is crazy he's 24 he was like a young younger i think he's 24 24 yeah. 25 and he hits us with that come on you can't iron your own shirt really like i understand being like i love my mom's home-cooked meals like who doesn't whatever i'll give you that you can't iron iron your own clothes at 24 that's like a guy going to his mom's house and her like doing his laundry for him that's like bringing loads of laundry do you i don't know laundry? i don't it's very easy to do I'd understand if you figure it out. You're an adult. If she was knitting your blankets or something, like I get not everybody knows how to knit, but do your laundry. Iron your own shirt. Iron your own shirt. Get a steamer. It's way easier. You don't need a board. Oh my God. Steamers are so easy, guys. If you're like not an ironer, because honestly, I'm not. I'm a steamer for that reason. Put it in the bathroom. You can even get close to it and kind of like, you ever like press it with the thing? Let it fully dry and cool down before you put on the shirt because otherwise it's going to re wrinkle. Yep. This is an ironing and I steaming tutorial <laughs> episode. Thank you. Yeah, so he's not a mama's boy, which I'm oh, very yeah, happy God. about. Okay, thank God. Very, very happy about. That's a big check. Moving on. Yeah, he's sticking boxes. Oh, literally. What they say. <laughs> oh, another thing we noticed in Love Island. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you've watched past seasons, you notice they always say like mug. Mug. Oh, you think I'm a mug? Mug me off. Like they always <laughs> say mug. They don't say that they anymore. They don't say it anymore. So we're, we're kind of thinking, and maybe if you're from london at all or essex any anything of where people are correct us if we're wrong correct us if we're wrong but we think the the word went out of style the same way words here went out of style like what's something we said in like 2015 2016 what the quan great example though right like see and fucking no one says what the quan anymore (laughs) the the one guy who still does listen to this like oh fuck No, it's exactly that. Like we yeah. have just been on the forefront of of watching the evolution of their vocabulary, and they just don't say mug anymore. We're pretty upset about it, guys. Yeah, That's I was like noticing that they moment. they they say um they've been pied a lot. Yeah, pie is it when like they're just like uh like when what's her name pulled away when that guy tried to kiss her, just like she pied him off. I'm trying to just like, like, like put it in another word, she pied disappointed. Him off. She <laughs> no, she like she. She rejected. Rejected, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, t- it took a left turn. Like, didn't, yeah. it, not what I expected to happen. She rejected. Yeah. Yeah. So they say that, but they don't say, like, mug anymore. And I, yeah. I loved mug. I, Season two of Love Island will forever just be my. Is that the. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, UK. We're talking UK here. Oh, always. only. Yeah. US is okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. doing okay. But I don't, like we said, I we wonder don't where care it's for Americans be this year. Probably like LA. I hope I found a <laughs> British boyfriend. I hope, selfishly, that will from love island this season we're talking about i hope he is off the show by the time we go you gotta hit him up gotta hit him up you gotta crush every time he's on the screen i look over and you're like i'm like (laughs) (laughs) he's so cute he seems like he seems like very down to earth yes and like perfectly like funny but like a good listener and like oh he seems so cool Mm -hmm. it seems silly to say through like a show but i mean love island shows you Quite a bit. Yeah. Personalities is literally all the show is. So like from what I see. It's cool. literally 24 hours. Like they're filmed day to night. Like whenever they're awake. every day. Yeah. I think they have one off day. We need a Love Island or like a reality TV show documentary. Someone needs to come out with that. The, the process before and like 
Oh God, all that. That'd be so cool. So much goes in, goes into it. You know, Adeline? Yes. She, all over her TikTok right now, she's been kind of hinting that she's in the interview process for a show <gasps> that she like cannot name. Do you think it's Love Island? Kinda. Or like, t- well, she said there's two. She said there's one that's like well-known, like, you know, you know the show. And then there's one that's actually the first season, but she thinks it'd be a really cool concept. So she wants to be a part of it. Ooh. But she said the word villa. Oh, fuck. But like. Also, maybe she's just thinking like the house is like, I don't, I don't know. You don't say Villa if it's not Love Island. A hundred percent. But like, I could tell like it kind of slipped up. I don't know. But she was saying, um, she was getting ready for, and the way she put it, she's like, oh my God, I'm getting ready for another interview. God, I've been doing this for so long at this point. I'm just like, I need to see it through the end. I don't even know if I'm going to get it. Right. But she was saying there's so many interviews. Holy shit. So I want a documentary of that She's process. for sure going to do like a whole, I bet you she's vlogging every moment. Right. Like she's going to do a whole. That's true. Like she'll, well, maybe she can't though. Oh. Like think about. Right. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't tell. So it, it, I think like the network would have to make a. Ugh. I don't know. It's so it's so fascinating to me that whole process. I go back and forth if I'd be able to do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I know if I was brought the opportunity, I would do it. I don't know if I'd seek it though. Mm. I would do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I, if if the opportunity was brought for me, hundred percent, I would apply. Do it. Should I? Yeah. It, that's what I like. It seems so cool to do. I would. I would apply if you have the drive to do it. That's what I don't have. Yeah. There's probably so many. Like the video that you have to like the intro video. Hi. Yeah. You, you ever seen Snookies? No. We're watching it after this. <laughs> oh, everybody go watch Snookies Jersey Shore uh, interview video. Of course she got probably, it. Of yeah. course she got it. Like, have you seen uh, Kristen Cavaliers for Laguna Beach or yeah, Laguna, Laguna Beach. Beach? No. The reason why she was like placed on the show as like the bitch is because in her in her like intro interview, she was like, I just love drama. This is the like she knew going into it. Like if she went in as the drama head, mm. they would pick her to like Smart. be. A, yeah. So she was like I, in the interview. I'm not even like this, but I named people who were like popular in the bitch in high school and they used me as like drama bait. Sick. Yeah. Wow. But then they they typecast her that whole season. And she got hated and for it. Yeah. Now she couldn't get out of it. I think she's completely rebranded though. Oh, it seems yeah. like people are like she I think she has a jewelry line. Seems like pretty Something. cute shit. Yeah. She's like cool now. But yeah, she was when that shit was popping, I remember everybody was like, fuck Kristen. Yeah. I remember being like, fuck, that's my name. <laughs> like I remember thinking like now everyone's gonna hate Kristen's. She's, she's I am. She's a fucking Ian. I'm sorry if you're an Ian out there. <laughs> you know, I, different I don't know you, but we are different people. Kristen's than Ian, Kristen's than Ian. It's it's like apples and oranges. I wonder if there's a lot of A-L-I-X's po- mm-hmm. popping up. We had one in high school. Yeah. I wonder if that's the same. Like if they're different. Oh. A-L-I-X and A-L-E-X. You know what? I think they are. I don't I don't know well enough. I think they are. I just, I know a lot of I-N's, so I feel like I could speak on it, but I don't know. I don't personally know any I-X's. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, Alex Earl, I guess, hey. is the only one. Yeah, you guys are pretty <laughs> different. So, if we're going off of that, I guess you're pretty fucking different. <laughs> Okay, let's get into this song of the day and what we're wearing because we actually tried today. Um, My song of the day. So I'm going to a Lake Street Dive show tonight. You're going to pick a song? And I'm going to pick a Lake Street Dive song because I'm so excited. You know what that also means? New merch. Oh, yeah. Have you looked it up? Um, No. They have really cool posters, but I haven't seen any good shirts. You should grab a poster. That'd be cool. Like behind your door or something. Sick. Cute. If they're cool. Um... 
God, I feel like I've done a lot of these songs. Have I done better than? I have no idea. Okay, well, better than by Lake Street Dive. Hypotheticals is my favorite right now, and I think they're going to open the show with that, but I think I did that like a few weeks ago. If they do, take a video. Oh, yeah. Because we'll like post it for you guys. Because we talked the, about like, it. Yeah, the like drums in the beginning is such an opening and song. And the drop, like, I hope. if they don't, I'll be so surprised. If they do, we are stage managers. Yeah, and we have an ear for it. Yeah. I always used to think that I had industry. an ear for um scoring movies. Yeah. I still want to do that, but then I realized that I'm tone deaf, and I think I need a little bit of yeah you know a class like oh. like duolingo yeah. but for your ears right you think you can learn how to not be tone deaf i don't think so it's like it's in the brain i think so yeah that's okay you have so many other good qualities don't worry about Thank it <laughs> my song of the day is liana actually just sent this to us ice cream man by ray r-a-y-e beautiful song i haven't heard her listen to it yet go listen to it the lyrics are like Liana said the first time she heard it it made her cry when I heard it I had chills it's like it's just an insane meaning and storytelling and such a big point that I know so many women can relate to and I just I love the approach and oh it's it's beautiful it's beautifully written and her voice is insane so Ice Cream Man by Ray Uh, Liana also sent the live version that's on YouTube I saw that that too did you watch it no um I am wearing these green where are these from Princess Polly. Princess Polly green flowy plies pants that are Kristen's. Um, they are yours now. They are mine now. Sorry. What else? You got more clothes on. <laughs> um, and I'm also wearing, uh, this is my old neighbor Ty's shirt. You guys know Tyler Yahweh? Oh yeah. I guess we can say that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was our neighbor back um, in LA and I used to read his closet because he had hella cool shit always sent to him. So I stole this long sleeve from him and my tie dye socks. I'm wearing socks with middle fingers all over them. My mom got me these <laughs> tracks. And then these pants are from Urban. And then I'm wearing my black Skims tank. Don't you sleep on Skims tanks. You haven't worn that in a minute. I know. It was It's out of sight, out of mind. It was in the back right. of my drawer. Uh, I need to go through my shit and like reorganize. Cause do you I have, have like so a big shit. clean out day where we just have a big yes. ass box. And we should throw everything out here. Yep. And then we'll do a donation pickup. Yep. Absolutely. I need to do I have, so I need bad. like space. Yes. I have no, you should see my closet. I can't even move shit. Me too. I pull things out and yes. then like the hanger like, boom, oh, like bounces It's so up. annoying. That shit's so packed right now. So yeah, that's what I'm wearing. Okay. Before we get into today's episode, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. So this episode is sponsored by ZocDoc, which is an app where you can find doctors for all different types of things in your area. You could see reviews, you can book through it. it you can even see pictures of your doctor, which like I love. Yeah. Like, I want to like see your vibe. I, like, I want to catch a vibe. I want to catch a vibe. But let me tell you about this. So I'm a big girl now. Who would have thought? <laughs> and um, I got health insurance. Woo! Thank Mini you. Clap. No, claps all around. Golf claps. Please clap. I've needed it so bad, you guys. But I was like kind of having a hard time figuring out which one I wanted to do. And then I was like, wait, let me go through ZocDoc and then like find my doctors. Like I did like reverse. I found the doctors I want, obviously based off like their pictures and their reviews. And then I was, I saw the common thread of um, health insurance. Yeah. Insurances that they take. And then I went with that one. So smart. So if you're somebody like me who is two years late to getting insurance (laughs) by yourself after you're kicked off your parents, which is devastating. (laughs) It's just such a great resource to do research for who you want. 
ZocDoc is nice because it's kind of like a one-stop shop. You can go and book a eye appointment, a gyno appointment, a skin appointment. And it's nice because it sets up all of, you could see everything you're about to do and like get done in one spot. Right. So you don't have to remember, oh, where do I have to go for this? Where do I have to go for this? It's all there for you. Yeah. I think this is like the perfect resource for our generation. We all hate calling the doctor. Yes. It's, I can do so many things by myself but that like I can't it's the worst thing like anxiety kicks in you think you revert back to an eight-year-old am I wrong the thing was talk talk though like safety of your own home you book an appointment on your phone you don't gotta talk to anybody you pull up like it's just the appointment's just like handed to you Oh my God. It's so nice. Again, ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat you almost every condition under the sun. Having that free app on your phone is great for when you're just like not feeling well and you need to book an appointment and you don't want to like use all your energy, like I said, calling somebody, all that. You just lay in bed sick and do it on your phone. If you guys want to check them out, go to ZocDoc.com slash advice and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash advice. ZocDoc.com slash advice. Thanks ZocDoc. Okay. So this episode has kind of been in our heads for a minute. We've always kind of talked about different communication styles, but I saw this TikTok. It's by this girl. Her name's Miriam underscore tiny with two N's. And she's talking about this article that she find that she find that she found called Good Conversations Have Lots of Doorknobs by Adam Mastroianni. Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam Mastroianni. 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 Um, and they're talking about how there's two types of people in a conversation and you're either a giver or a taker and a giver is someone who a giver is someone who leads conversations with questions and question question and it like bounces back and bounces back and forth between questions and a taker is someone who leads with conversation pieces that aren't necessarily questions and how takers are usually good conversationalists with other takers and givers are usually a good conversationalist with other givers. And this kind of got the ball rolling for this episode as far as how to have a conversation with people and like the different dynamics between different types of conversations and how conversations flow. So we're just going to be talking about talking. Literally. <laughs> well, we'll kind of start with this concept and then we'll just go into like more general things. Like Alex said perfectly, we we've talked about this a lot and within our own friendship too, we we both are we obviously get along really well. But um <laughs> like in social situations, we tend to approach things very differently and we feel like we could just give you guys a good perspective of I don't want to say both sides cuz I think we con- were... contrary to this article, I think there's more than just two types of communicators. Right. There's so many sides of it, but as always, we're this two is just like one perspective that kind of puts a little bit of organize. It it helped me. It does kinda, organize it. Yeah, it helped me kind of figure out how I go into conversations. Yeah. So it just kind of organized it a little bit for sure there's so many topics we've wanted to hit on this podcast but we're we're so intimidated it's such a mouthful to like at what approach do we come into the topic and this is one of them for us so this is a good like like shoe in good doorknob (gasps) right right going to the topic of communication and socializing and ways to navigate just 
the thing we all do every day, whether you like it or not. Okay, I'm going to give you guys verbatim what this guy talks about as far as givers and takers, because I feel like I didn't explain that good enough for you guys. Givers think that conversations unfold in a, as a series of invitations. Takers think conversations unfold as a series of declarations. When giver meets giver or taker meets taker, all is well. When giver meets taker, however, giver gives, taker takes, and giver gets resentful. Why won't he ask me a single question? While taker has a lovely time, she must really think I'm interesting or gets annoyed. My job is so boring. Why does she keep asking me about it? So it's just these doorknobs, which are graspable things in bits of conversation that your partner who you're having a conversation with is able to lead them into the next bit of the conversation. The the giver and taker, when, when she first told me this, I was kind of like, God, which one am I? And after doing a little bit of my own research, should we, should we go into what we think we are? Yeah. Um, you nailed it with that definition right there. I think I'm a giver because more things, which we'll get into, but the, the literal example quote of why aren't they asking me questions? Mm -hmm. That is something I'm faced with literally all the time. And it's not that I'm asking questions to be asked back. It's just courtesy. I'm asking you about, you know, we'll go off at your job. We're going to ask you my job. Why are you asking me about mine? I'm asking you about your favorite memory at Disneyland. Why aren't you asking me about mine? It's there's this level of unbalanced that yeah. happens when givers ask questions. Yes. Cause we value it so much. Yeah. And then it, obviously we're human. So you take it personal that the other person doesn't value your opinion on it. And you take it as like, they're not interested rather than it's right. just not their style. And I never thought to think that's just not how they communicate. Mm -hmm. um, I said, I was also a giver. Um, questions do tend to be my fallback as far as where conversations go yeah and a lot of the times when I'm communicating with the taker when they are speaking upon themselves I take that as a hint that they aren't interested in like my side of things right so I tend to like feed into their taking this is interesting and yeah I, I tend to feed into their taking and I ask more questions so that they have more to talk about right we come at different approaches yeah. to the giver side, which is interesting. But then per his studies, it makes sense that we communicate so well because we're both givers. Right. Because I, I think we, aside from this theory, we also both are equally interested in each other's things and do yeah. feed that other part where it's like, okay, well now ask me. And I think the dynamic is very different when like, I mean, we've talked for the past 20 years every Jesus. day. <laughs> literally every day that's no. crazy uh, 19 years um that's so, a lifetime yeah like why haven't we had things to run like run out to talk about i was actually thinking that wow. friday night we had we had like a pretty big conversation on the couch no i was sitting here i was like wow we're really just talking right <laughs> we're like really just hanging out we're just having like, like a the lot TV of the time was paused. we weren't on our phones we were just like hey and like hey. i feel like we learned <laughs> new things about each other <laughs> And it doesn't happen often when you're friends with someone for no. almost 20 years. No. But I think we just had like a good flow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. It's, no, it's, it's also making me tear up. I think oh. it's really cool. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I've had an egg and a croissant and I'm on my period. <laughs> no, and she, I was petting, I was petting Link the other day and she started crying. <laughs> It was so cute, you guys. Oh, she was playing with her so much, and it made me so happy because you love her so much, too. Oh, my God. No, you think I, I don't like her, which is crazy. I do think you don't like her. Oh, look at her. She's like, shut up. Oh, you're, like, crying. I love her so much. I'm just so scared that she's going to die one day. Uh, well, let's uh, not be unrealistic, but she's got time. Oh, cut right link. You're good. <laughs> Not the point. Move on. 
Talk about something else. Ukraine too. I also, I think maybe you can relate to this as a giver. I have a lot of giver insecurities as far as specifically when I'm talking to a taker and I don't take the approach of asking a question to like feed into their conversation. If I like briefly acknowledge something that they said and I say how I relate to it or I say something, I often get like, well, they didn't ask. They didn't ask you that. that. And because I'm so, I'm so question forward. Typically I, like I said, I never, this helped me um this article helped me give the perspective of other different like conversation styles but I never thought that other people didn't fall back to asking questions so I would constantly be like oh they're not asking but I'm talking am I talking too much about myself am I like am I stealing the conversation am I looking like a narcissist literally so I a lot of the times if I get to like that in my head I'll fully fall back and I'll be like I'll let them talk and then that's when the conversation dies and then a lot of the time it like feeds into my insecurities literally I don't even have anything to say yes I agree (laughs) to every single word you just said it's actually a big thing that I feel not only happens in like the real world but on this podcast Mm. I feel like uh, I I it's like a big line for me. We've talked about this a little bit too. Like yeah. this podcast is obviously, we love it so much and it it does so much for our friendship here on this couch. But I also really constantly, like even in between like takes that you guys see on the final cut, I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. I feel like we need to, we need to like give them more. What are they? I, I always say like, what are people going to get from this episode? And we're like, okay, yeah. Let's what maybe. questions are they asking in their head that we're not answering? Or yeah, just like, I mean, it's called advice. Like I'm always, I always want to make sure at the end of every topic, even the fucking silly ones, like you guys notice, I always try to bring it back to like a lesson, learning, right? Like, like a learning moment. Cause I always want it to be of value. I, there's so much, I'm diverting a little bit, but there's so much content out there that like, I'm like, what is this actually giving to the world? Whatever. That's a bigger topic but to your point I I mean the way I this is beyond this um give or taker concept now the way that I feel at least on my path my journey that I can help others in this life is by my experiences because ultimately that's all I could talk on right Right. so that happened what you're talking about happens a lot on this podcast because I'm like I'm trying to like help people here, but now I feel like I'm just fucking talking about my trauma and my childhood and, da, da, and it sounds so me, 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 me. And, but it's the only way we can relate. Right. That's why, I mean, that's why I keep doing it. But then I often walk away from recording where I'm like, did I just like make that about me? And like, literally, yes, I did, but I don't want it to come off as I'm like, listen up guys, me time now. Like, it's just my only way to at least like help someone listening that like has gone through it too. And right. And this is such a, I mean, this is so frustrating. quite literally, this is the hardest conversation to have is when, with you guys, when you aren't there to ask us questions. Yes, that's literally and, why we have Patreon. <laughs> right. And we have to kind of assume what you guys want to hear yeah. and they're not get, they're not feeding us the questions and they're not, you know, but we're not bouncing idea, like take our ideas back and forth with, right. e- with each other. It's, we have to pull it out of our ass. I'm putting in air quotes because sure. like we have to, that's all we have in this conversation dynamic with you guys on the podcast is our experiences yeah. and like that's why we have us two because and that's I mean it's the whole basis of the podcast is our two different perspectives yes so that's that's where the two bits come from right but I I, I see that I I and to your uh your point before that like aside from the podcast that was just like the most 
relevant example in my head. I do feel it in normal conversations too, like whether it's romantic or not. I'm like, am I am I talking too much? Am I now have I overcompensated and now it sounds like I'm not interested in them at all? Right. And uh, then I also go on the other side of it where like I'm a very open person and I feel like I could talk about anything the first 10 minutes I'm talking to you and then I'm like now am I asking them too many questions that they don't want to talk about because I'll go deep I'll be like I'll literally be like how did your mom treat you growing up like I'll go into like deep questions like that that some people just aren't comfortable answering right and I need to remember that yeah but I love connecting with people on those type of topics but I can't assume that everybody is just as okay to do that so it it does put a lot of insecurity in my socializing yes yeah it's it's hard it is hard it's really hard and especially hard to go into conversations with people that you don't know assuming their conversation style yeah and not getting any hint of to like what it is or how they want that dynamic to work out right and you're only feeding your own insecurities it's it's really hard when it's not a match yeah but when it is a good match I mean and it flows it's it's great it's great and but it's really rare for me yeah it it doesn't hit often where I can like sit and bounce off someone else and have like a really good conversation back and forth and I think that the fact that it is rare also feeds my insecurities because I'm like why can't I meet someone who has the same conversation style as me where I don't feel insecure having these back and forth conversations right. does that make sense like it's, sure. it's a catch-22 like it's it's yeah. a cycle yeah and I that doesn't mean that the conversations that aren't perfectly flowing are bad right it's just like it, it scratches an itch when you have the good one and you're yes, like you crave exactly. it I mean we're humans we want that that flow we want to like I was saying earlier we want that person we, we want, want to, to feel be like that effort- person effortless wants to hear us yes yes effortless and natural because then new parts of your, the conversation come out when you're not worried about the conversation you're just now talking about the topic right and the passion comes out and the connection comes out but yeah it almost makes me wish the the topic of hey what's your conversation no, style literally i was like i was like i was scared to say that but yes i wish we could i could sit down in a conversation and be like so do you like to ask questions or do you <laughs> <laughs> i think we can approach could you a little you- bit <laughs> Can you read this See? article and let me know which one you want? No, literally. I think like that could be cool in like a dating app. You send I, them the article and be like, hey, have you ever thought about this? Wait, that's really cool. I almost sent it to the guy that I'm seeing. Do it. I know I should. By all means. Yeah. Him, him especially. If you guys are there. Um, I, I think it's. I think it's something that it's I will so, try to bring into conversation next time. Like, And on top of the like, or I guess below the surface level of just the topic, it's also so interesting to me how like the human brain works mm-hmm. in this dynamic and like on this in this situation everyone's yeah. so different and this is just a concept that we don't think about on the daily until like this article has been in my brain since the second I saw it yeah and it's not something that I had ever thought about was even a thing before I saw it so mm-hmm. it it's just one of those things that like I want to connect with somebody on like do you think about this too which is cool on top of the also learning how they communicate does that make sense absolutely and I think your answer to that majority of the time is going to be yes we always think we're the only ones thinking it right. and we're not I think we've all learned that on this podcast especially we, <laughs> yeah. we, we say things and thousands of you are like me too and it's like that is an example right there for topics beyond just this topic you're not the only one thinking it Sorry to brace your bubble. No, your <laughs> thought is not original. I I think opening up conversations 
with people bringing down walls about um less about topics and more about like hey how do you work as a human should be normalized more yes well how do you think about this not what do you think how do and you getting think? to that vulnerability quick like right. i remember i went on a first date like almost a year ago and one of the first thing we talked about was how nervous we were for yes. the date and it got rid of that. all the nerves yes it got rid of all the nerves because we were like, were you nervous? Were you nervous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were both nervous. Were you scared? Yeah, audio, were you scared? <laughs> Who was scared? <laughs> yeah, I, I did the same thing on my date. The, the only date I've been on in New York. Yes. That one. Uh, we talked about, not necessarily about nerves, but we talked about like how to, ex- how we usually like to express our expectations when it comes mm. to like dating new people and how we're so okay. We're, we were both so okay with being straight up about it. Whereas others kind of nothing wrong with it but like some people will conform to what the other person's saying right. just to make them comfortable and like that's just like a shitty foundation to build okay we're gonna get into a little bit of small talk because i feel like small talk is a hot take like some people yeah. some people die hard small talkers but then some people well, how do you feel i i i i'm a love-hate relationship with small talk i like it if yeah. it leads to like if you use it as a stepping stone to lead into something else but if it stays mundane the whole conversation I'm already checked out I check out really quick quickly but if you say like if you use weather weather is such like a small talk topic if you use weather for example to like lead into a conversation but then you tell me a crazy story about like a windstorm that hit Coachella at one point yes I could work with that like I could that could lead to so many other topics it's a doorknob yeah it's a good stepping stone for a a good flow of a conversation but if it stays small talk the whole time we're uh, not clicking no I small talk it's I don't have like a huge opinion on it because I do understand it's necessary um I don't think I've ever been in a situation especially with like a new human where we didn't start with small talk right it's necessary it's the same way you say your name hi I'm Kristen yeah like you do have to start there but you nailed it perfectly I I don't give it much attention I'll I'll entertain it for maybe five minutes but then if we keep talking about again we'll go back to weather I'll then be like, oh, well, where, where'd you grow up? Yeah. What was the weather like? That? Oh my God. Let's, what were your, what were your recess days? Like, did you guys like, what were your rainy day activities? Oh really? Like what was your favorite subject in school? Oh, and then I'm going, whether you like it or not, I'm going to immediately divert the situation and go deeper. But like, I do respect that people need it. So like, yep. I never just like disregard it. I'll, I'll entertain it. But like, I don't like sitting in it. Like you said, it becomes, I'm like, if we're both not into this, why are we still talking? It's a talking? waste of breath. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I don't love it. The thing with small talk, though, it being kind of the first impression dialogue, I think it is an opportunity to really, really pick up on what I'm about to go into. Mm. Body language right off the bat. It's it's a good way to like entertain a conversation while I'm thinking about other things. Right. I'm like how like it's what's a their little body language right now. Mindless. What, what's their eye contact like? How heavy are they trying to stay in this? Because sometimes I will go into the deeper oh what we'll, we'll keep using the weather where are you from what was the weather like growing up and then they bring it back to small talk I'm like okay check they're not they don't want to go deeper than this like I can kind of use it as like a, a little roadmap where this is gonna go yeah. what they're comfortable with is this worth either of our time like whatever the case is I, I use it as my my waiting room mm. before we get into the rest nice. of the conversation nice I like that I never yeah. thought of it like that it's that's what it is that's, I feel like that's like why it's there right it's just like 
it's primal. It's two animals being like, we're sniffing each other's butts. Yes. You're we're testing like, the waters. You're dipping to- your toes in the waters. What mood are they in? Mm-hmm. Like, are we, do I need to be happy? Does it seem like they need to talk about something? Should I bring this into that? Like I, I, I really start to read like what they need, honestly. Yeah. I, I rarely go into a situation unless it's with like a best friend where I'm like, I need to, I need to talk about this with someone who's like a stranger, obviously. So I'm always like, what do they need? Yeah. And then I go off that. Very smart. That's a really cool approach. I, I never thought to do that. Yeah. Or like have that uh, mindset going into a conversation. What is what is your your mindset around small talk? Like I know you said you you the Coachella example, the weather, like you go there. But what do you do in the situation where like the people bring it back to the small talk? And like, see, I usually let them lead and like okay. I'm OK with where they're at if they go there then I'll like, I'm always open. I I'm an open book too, but like, I won't lead that. Yeah. If they go there, I'm open to it. And like, I'm, I'm always welcoming of wherever you want to go with the conversation. But as far as like gauging when to go deeper or bring it back to small talk, it's their, it, it's their game. Okay. Fully. So they'll, you, you allow, you just allow them to take the lead. Yeah. And you'll kind of go there. I think that's, I often wish I was like that more It's because that's kind of what I was saying. I feel like I get too like punchy. It's the way I've kept myself safe in situations because I know that like I could hang if it's, if it's on their terms. Yeah. Whereas if I try to take the lead and it's a shot in the dark, I'm like, all right, then I'm just like, I don't know. I guess I get defeated. Yeah. But if I'm, I'm in my safe zone if they take the lead. That's, I feel the exact opposite. I feel like, I don't know why. I feel like it's my duty oh. to keep in a social situation, big group of people or just me and one other person. I feel like it is my duty to like keep the conversation yes, going. I don't know why nobody gave me that name tag, yeah. but I'm just like, all right, game See, plan. Like I feel that sometimes, but I, that's, I'll ask questions and I think that's my like, okay, Alex, the conversation's dying out. How do we keep this afloat? I'll ask a question. But I won't lead the depth. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like my question basis is always off of their dynamic. Okay. And the, like. You're a mediator. Yes. It's literally what a mediator is. Like we're talking about a panel. The panelists are talking about the new topics, their opinions. They're going back and forth to each other. And then when there's a lull, they all look to the mediator and the mediator changes the subject. And they all, now the panel goes back into that subject. <laughs> okay. Like it's like, a, it's yeah. a, I mean, it's an ebb and flow. It's just as necessary as the next thing. Right. I definitely want to stress that every single part of a conversation, whatever type of conversation, conversationalist you are is equally as necessary. Yeah. Like this is, that's it's all you're just a, just as big of a part as a beautiful conversation as the person who's nodding their head. Like, you need it all. Right. That's why like, I'm not disagreeing with this article we started the podcast with, but I did think it was interesting. They were like, it goes giver, giver, taker, taker. Cause in my head, I'm like, for some reason I would think you need yin and yang. Like you need a little bit of back and forth. Right. I think that's where the insecure, at least for me, I think that's where the insecurities come in is when it's not a match because then we have different mindsets. Like I would, what I talked about earlier, as yeah. far as like a giver talking to a taker, I'm constantly worried that they're not interested in what I have to say. And like, yep. I'm overstepping if I kind of switch sides and say something about me. Yep. And like, if they, if they're interested, they'll ask kind of thing. Right. But that, that question right there is something I constantly have to tell myself to shut up. I'm like, yeah, they'll ask. They'll ask if they want your advice, Kristen. You don't need to always be like, 
this is what I would do. Brr, brr, brr. Like it's, it sucks. Yeah. I actually talk about it a lot in therapy, but it's like I said, it's like, I, I want to help though. Mm-hmm. But like, what did we, didn't we say this in the last episode? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force <laughs> it to drink. Like not everybody wants your help, Kristen. Who would have thought? Um, I was recently reading this book called Calypso and he talks about when we encounter passerbys. So like people in retail stores or he Uh. talks about the hotel desk clerk. When we get into the hotel and we check in, their first question is always, so how was your trip in? And small talk like that is always so mundane. And he talks about they say it a hundred times a day, but they don't really care. And when people ask, how are you? Do you really want to know how I am? Nope. No, they don't. So why did he talks about why don't people like start to switch that dynamic and that mindset? And if you're going to speak something, speak it with intention yep. and ask question. If you're going to ask a question, make it meaningful. So he always comes back with, do you, do you have a godson? And like, <laughs> yeah. ask, not that specifically, but ask questions that like, if we're going to sit here and have a conversation, let's lead it somewhere, Yep. which I think is a cool dynamic and something like, I mean, we had just talked about like going deeper or small talk and it's not that black and white asking something like, do you have, have a godson could lead to pretty like surface level conversations you could say, but we're still getting to know each other. Right. And it's not small talk in the sense of like weather and stuff, which is so interesting because I feel like, I mean, we all fall into it every time I walk into a store or I walk out of an elevator, have a good day. Like, like, you know, it's it's nice and it's courtesy. But if you're going to open your mouth and like say something to the person next to you in the elevator, why not be like, are you are you do you live in New York or do you, you know, like, yes. are you just visiting? Yeah. And it's I don't know. It's a cool way to think about opening up a conversation with someone that it's not so by the book, something that everyone says. It's not so robotic. Right. It becomes so robotic. I was, I was talking about this with Tanner the other other day, actually. Um, and I was talking about it with my therapist. It's like something I'm really valuing lately is just quality conversation. Like literally like the same way I feel about clothes. Like I'm going to invest in nicer pieces that are going to last longer. And that's how I'm starting to feel about conversations. Like there, there's so much, fl- there's such a flow we get into where now, hi, how are you is one word. Mm-hmm. When how are you is actually a, should be a really like endearing conversation. Exactly. And I like, we all fall into it. Cause I, I mean, we're taught it from a young age. Like it's right. courteous, it's nice, whatever. But I don't know. I, I don't love it anymore. Like now I'll just, I'll just be like, hi. Like if anything, I just keep it short. Like I feel like it's just, it has reverse effects. It's like, you don't actually care. Right. Like, I think that a lot on dating apps specifically, when yeah. people hit me up first, a new match and they say, Hey Alex, how are you? I'm like, Whoa, you don't know anything about me. Yeah. What, how much do you want me to actually unpack here? That's why <laughs> whenever I'm asked it, I, I, I mean, I fuck, I feed into the problem. I literally just, I say like, I always say live in the dream. How are you? Like I use just something so, sarcastic because I'm like you're not actually yeah asking I don't know I'd I'd rather start with like where did you get those shoes in the second picture right like something something like this guy talks about yes like yes something that's gonna it's still lighthearted. it's still easy talk but yeah it's gonna create some kind of dynamic between the conversation right like I'm okay with lighthearted. I understand that like we were saying earlier like I'm not not everybody's gonna be so willing to talk about the deep shit but when I was talking about it with Tanner, it was like him and I, I mean, we talk every day and like we are only able to connect over the phone, obviously, because he lives across the country. And I was like, 
I love talking to you every day, but like we just kind of sit on the phone and like it's the same thing every time. Like, yeah, I want to start having like it's meaningful conversations. Again, yeah. it can still be lighthearted, but meaningful and like learn something critically new, critically thinking and like, yeah, something new or I don't know. I just I feel so like stagnant when it comes to commu- communication with people sometimes. And, and like I'm at a point in my life where it's really a big standard to not be like that. Mm-hmm. And like I'm just I don't know. It's just been like so relevant in my life lately. So I'm glad we're doing this episode. Maybe that's why we haven't done it up right. to this because I didn't value it as much. I think this is a good lead into comfortable silence too. Yes. I really valuable value comfortable silence. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really big standard for me. Um, I It's hard for me to connect with people who are constantly trying to fill the silence yep. because I'm so not there. I'm able to, if I'm able to comfortably sit in a room with you, even someone new, like even on a first or second date, mm-hmm. if we can sit in silence and like look at the menu and not have to feel awkward about sitting in silence it's a really big thing for me for sure the sitting in I I feel the same way I kind of wish we had different looks at this because I know it's a big thing for a lot of people that are the silence fillers Mm -hmm. it's it's because you're uncomfortable it's because like I'm sure like I've had times where like I will be uncomfortable in silence and I'll start getting like hot in the face and like yeah you I start getting like flushed and I start overthinking but as I've gotten older I've really started to value it as well and like it's definitely something you and I do all the time right all the time like and I think that's why we valued our conversation on Friday at least me yeah like we do sit in silence a lot yep but then there's those moments where and I think that's what makes it worth it for me is those moments where you do have like really good conversations and you're able to kind of like how you were saying with Tanner, you're able to um, appreciate them a little exactly. more. Exactly. It, it It's the perfect yin and yang of a meaningful conversation. Like say it's almost like save up what all that yeah. stuff for like a meaningful conversation rather than just being like, Oh my God, did I tell you about blah, blah, blah. When you know, you already told them about that, but you're just feeling right. the silence or we'll go back to the date. You're looking at the menu and you're like, Oh my God, did you see the funny name of this? Ha ha. Like, I, like I feel almost bitchy saying this right now, but no, like I, but I totally get it. And it's, you really read it in the intention of what they're saying and like when they're saying it and how they're saying it. Because if they're like, for example, you were saying on the menu, like if they reference like a meme or something, you're like, I, I don't know, maybe this is just our overthinking brains, but I'm like, what are you trying to get out of bringing this up? I know. Like, I, that's why you, I feel bitchy right now. Because I'm like, well, maybe they're just trying to talk to you, Kristen. Right. Like, no, oh, I think that right, too. Fuck. But like, uh, how do I put this? Just say it and we'll, we'll do the disclaimers afterwards. Just say it. No judgment. I don't know. I just, I want, I want everything to feel intentional. Yep. And I, if... If you're going to sit here and try and fill silence, you could do that with anybody. And I'm probably not the person if you just want someone to be an ear. Yeah. Because I want something a little more interactive. Yeah. And something where we're going to learn a little bit about each other. Like if you're going to point something out on the menu and talk about a meme, keep going with it. Yeah. Don't just bring it up to like talk about something that. To fill the silence. To fill the silence. That's what we're getting to here. It's like we're not. Alex and I aren't saying like, fuck you guys are going to don't, don't bring up stupid shit. We don't want to talk about stupid shit. No, we talk about stupid shit all All the time. time. It's more so like, it's the balance of it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the fact that like, we can tell you're only doing it because there's silence. Yeah. I guess what I wish I could do is make people comfortable enough to not feel like they need to do that. 
And that's where I wish or I want to start asking people what their communication styles are. And if if they say like, I just honestly, like, I I hate silence, like then I can approach it way differently and I will keep it unsilent, but with meaningful things. Right. Like I'm okay. I do love silence, but I'm also okay without it if we're talking about something of value. So if I know somebody doesn't, like I can name a lot of people in my life that don't like silence. Honestly, Tanner's one of them. Yeah. But I'll like knowing that I will, I mean, we're at a point where I could be like, hey, shut up (laughs) and like, we'll like giggle about it. Right. But I'll also like, like when he was here and we went to dinner, like I, we kept the conversation, like me knowing that I kept the conversation with things of value and like, right. I can morph to that. I want to say when we're talking about like meaningful conversations and things of value, we're not talking about like, we're not always talking about deep shit. No, 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 no. It's literally like. How do I like, like, for example, how we said someone bringing up a meme, if you could take it one step further and talk about like meme culture and like, even if we go into our favorite Vine compilations yes. and meme, like, and like how, like, wh- what's your humor like? Right. Did, was your humor like that? Or your parents like that too? Oh yeah. Did it like, if it's going to go there, I'm so game. Yes. I'm all for it. I'm back and forth. Like I could talk about poop jokes all day. Right. But like let's talk about our favorite one and where you learn that and like And like SpongeBob humor and friends well, humor. Like I'll like, stay stupid. Yes. I don't want to call it stupid, but I'll surface stay level. like surface level and yeah. silly and lighthearted. But I, I just want to talk like if we're gonna talk about it, talk about it. Right. Rather than just like I want there. it to be a a a tennis game. I want it to be back and forth. Yes. This is literally what I said to my therapist. I love to debate. Yeah. Light or harder or not, I love to just converse back and I forth. I want to bounce off. I like tennis match is a perfect analogy. I want to like boom, boom, back, forth, do, do. Like, yep. And if you're, f- it, I sometimes read that if you're feel- filling the silence, you're doing it not with the intention of a back and forth. Exactly. I'm doing it. I am now assuming like maybe you're uncomfortable. And then now I start overthinking about like, am yep. I, is it something I'm doing? And then that's when like, then I'll maybe like, I often think, are they filling the silence with surface level things because they are trying to talk more? Right. But then I'm like, Oh, I don't want to talk too much. I've already been talking so much. And maybe they think I'm talking too much. And maybe now they're filling the silence with their voice because they want to talk more. So let me ask them questions. Oh shit. They just turned down that question. Maybe they don't want to talk, but maybe, right. but I thought they did. They filled the silence. Do you guys see what I'm getting to? This here? is my brain every day. Yep. So your communication style, the growing up when you were at like restaurants with your family, did your parents like make you order and like, yeah, I fully ordered for myself. Like, did they like, I guess I'll just go off what my parents did. My mom would like, I remember being young and her being like, all right, when they come over, you're going to say, hi, can I please? Like she taught me how to yeah. communicate. Yeah. Was that a big thing for you guys? I don't, I don't remember specifically like them teaching me that, but yeah. I do remember. I remember I just told you about this recently. I remember one time my oh parents. Oh my God. <laughs> so cute. My parent, we, I was laying in bed with my parents, me and my brother and my parents. We were probably like, this was like 2003, probably. No, probably like 2000. Anyway, we're laying in bed. It's a Sunday and we all want to order pizza and we're watching movies and my parents were like, okay, we can get pizza if one of you guys calls the pizza place. And me and my brother are literally like throwing the phone back and forth at each other because we're both scared to call the pizza place. Yeah. And I think that's like, I think that's where a lot of my, I mean- we kind of all go through that growing up is like yeah. the anxiety to talk to strangers and everything. Like I said, I don't remember specifically when my parents taught me 
to like hold a conversation like that with a stranger and like the waitress is such a good example and that's like such a good teaching moment oh yeah but I think I've always kind of like solo like by myself individually took that as an opportunity to like talk to strangers does that make sense yeah I mean that's the whole nature versus nurture that's just your personality type which is great um but I I, it's something I really appreciate my family doing it yeah no that's great my mom my mom is such a communicator such a talker she's worked in customer service and banking since she was younger than we are right now and she's so good at conversing with people she's so just like that's where I got it from yeah is watching her grow up with the waitress with the hotel clerk she's got such a mouthpiece she that's that's the word she is a fucking mouthpiece and she she doesn't do the small talk I mean Mm -hmm. honestly we're I'm a lot like her with the communication we that's where I learned it from she she'll start with it she'll be respectful with it but then Right away, my mom, my mom has this ability to make you feel like you are her best friend. Yes. In the first five minutes of meeting her. She already has you telling her about what you did last summer. Where did you get your clothes? <laughs> like she fully just goes into it. And that's totally where yeah, I where got get it, it from. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm just so grateful that I was around a situation like that because I think that's why I am the way I am now versus situations people grow up in where their parents aren't like that. Like. I could I could only imagine that'd be so frustrating to learn how to communicate when you're not around anybody that does it. Right. And I I mean that's why like school is so important when you're growing up. Socializing being around, yes, and like it's so sports. important to exercise it. Yeah. I just want to make that point for anybody who f- you feel like you're struggling with, you know, being okay with these social situations. You really it's a muscle. Mm-hmm. And it's practice. Just cuz you might not have done it growing up like the examples we're giving it now, it doesn't mean you can't do it, but you do have to force yourself and it, it it'll be hard, it'll be uncomfortable, but oh my god, it's such a muscle. I can't stress it enough. Yeah. Even if I have uh I was I was sick with a stomach bug last week and even those like 5 days I was inside, the 6th day when I finally was good and I went out, I did feel a little uncomfortable. But then, you know, I you gave get it back in 24 it. hours and you get back into it. But like it, it totally is a muscle. And I don't know if you're a parent listening, I would I can't stress enough to really guide your kids to be OK with communicating. Have them order for themselves. Have them call the to pizza order place. Pizza. I love that so much. <laughs> like my mom would always make sure like I was greeting people right when she was too. like, yes, be like, hi, like yep. even if it's just Say a little hi, hi it, it's it's just so important. And I don't know. I, I just can't stress it enough. I think I also, I, I grew up around a lot of adults. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of kids like in like family vibes. Obviously school is surrounded by kids. See, I was constantly surrounded by cousins. Cause my little cousin. <laughs> I wasn't. And I, this isn't obviously like the only way to get communication styles, but I feel like growing you up. You were thrown into adult conversations yes, so quickly. So quickly. Yeah. Literally like standing around the circle, they'd all be talking about whatever they're talking about. And I wouldn't necessarily pop in with like my two cents because they were talking (laughs) about like tax policy, but you saw the dynamic hearing it too. Like we're little sponges. That's so interesting. I think my niece and nephew are kind of in the same situation right now because Oh my God, they're so, they're such good conversationalists. It's crazy. They're literally, they're so good at Ollie, talking. I feel like I could probably sit and have a conversation with him for hours. No, I, I think <laughs> it might've been a Patreon episode. I don't know, but we were talking about how literally he like, he'll talk about how like the gas supply chain works in the US <laughs> or like he'll talk about like, I know I already use this as an example, but like he will talk about tax policy 
Like it's, <laughs> he's otherworldly. Monica always, ha Monica has such, she's such a social person herself that she always has obviously adults around them, her friends. And they'll like on a weekend, like they'll stay up late with the, all the friends and they'll sit around and play cards with these adults. And right. like, and there's responsibly, no, there's don't never... worry, my, my sister's not over here like <laughs> doing Coke on the table, like in front of them, nothing like that. But like, I think it, there's, there's no baby talk. There's no baby exactly. treatment. She's never talked to them in a baby no. voice. And my mom there are, wasn't there like that either. Human being. They're people. Exactly. And th that was such a big thing when Monica was, uh, when Monica had first had Ollie, that's her firstborn. She literally would tell people like, it's not the potty, it's the bathroom. Right. It's, I mean, straight up, like it's, it's not your private, it's your penis or your vagina. Like vocabulary is so important right. growing up too, to have the confidence to talk and it takes away the taboo of it sure, all. Sure, of those specific right. topics. Yeah, but like your vocabulary is just as valuable as your comfort in socializing. And mm -hmm. I think that's something that's overlooked a lot too. I don't know. I think I think it was really valuable to be around so many adults, but also you got to be a kid too. Right. It's, it's the balance with everything in life. Yeah, I don't have many um, like examples as far as adult conversations that like I don't specifically remember being so um thrown into adult conversations growing up because I did I was always surrounded by so many kids my age so it was always like playing with the kids and like yeah. what we're talking about Go off with the kids <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure that's where humor was built for yeah. me yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh, mine was Spongebob Spongebob <laughs> strictly Spongebob and trauma I think I was this was probably like a year and a half ago. I was going on one of my first dates after getting out of my relationship and I was really nervous. And I was like, Kristen, I'm not gonna have anything to talk about. And you were like, of course you are. You taught me. And I like always, every time I go on a date, I always think of it this, about this now. Um, you taught me about like spatial awareness and pulling things that like I could see and starting a conversation there. And like, I think the example that you gave me was pick something on the menu. And then we specifically this date that I had went on, we went to a tequila bar and, or like a, like cocktail place. And you were like, pick a drink, see what words are in the drink. And then talk about like a story about that drink. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Do you remember telling me this? Yep. And I, I think that night I used that there was a little lull in the conversation and I was looking at a drink and then I had gone into a conversation about how, um, like my feelings about gin and like how I love Hendrix and all of this, this whole other doorknob that I was able to present because of a small thing that you had told me and now it's in my head and that's just like one example of something that I've always kept for when there's lulls in conversations is kind of like look around the room and pick something like even if it's one thing that I did on my recent date with this guy that I'm seeing is there's all these really cool lamps in this restaurant that we went to and I was like there was a little conversation I was looking around and these lamps reminded me of this Instagram page um ace of shades that I've mm -hmm. always followed and really pretty lamps and I was yeah. able to talk about that and then we got into the conversation about heirlooms that we get or heirlooms yeah yeah like in your family yeah in yeah. your family for some reason my head went to tomato, tomato. Yes. <laughs> literally weird that those are both the same words right yeah. um but we started talking about heirlooms that we get from our families and we started talking about our dead grandparents and like it really was it allowed me to kind of use something kind of random to allow the conversation to pick up and flow yep so spatial awareness that's that's like kind of what i mean around the um the snowball effect of small talk mm -hmm. like 
Don't be intimidated. Intimidated. What was that? Don't be <laughs> no, intimidated. You're ready for London. No, literally. <laughs> Don't be intimidated by where the conversation needs to end up. Don't worry about that right now. Start small and let it flow naturally. That's that's when the best conversations happen for me, at least, is when I'm not trying to get somewhere. I'm just like, I want to talk to you. So I'm going to start with something literally right in front of us, something I could see. I think I've, I do that because I just do that even when I'm alone. I, I'm always on a swivel. I do be just like looking around, <laughs> like even in right. my own home, I'm just like, mm, like I just look around and that's how my brain works anyway. I'm actually having like an aha moment right now because Love that. I, that part of me that you now see so much value in and like have adopted yourself is actually something I literally cried about to my therapist because I feel crazy because my mind doesn't stop oh my god I walk around and look at everything and I'm like so admirable well that I wonder when that was built I wonder what it was like when they were like where's the blueprint right now I wonder who owns it I wonder if there's stains on it do you think it's even still blue why is it called a blueprint where was that term invented see in my my head head. (laughs) I don't shut up like it doesn't shut up I literally cried because I was like I think I'm I think I'm crazy see in my head that like I wish my brain worked like that because those are such good conversation topics but when you're having them alone 24 7 when you're just trying to walk and go get a fucking croissant i could i could see the dilemma no i know i get it it's really loud go listen to our what goes on in your (gasps) um head episode from season two because that'll just give you a little insight on go look up (laughs) ballroom chatter on youtube and that's what's inside my head 24 7 i'm having i wish 30 conversations my head is blank i'm still thinking my where i'm we're having this conversation i'm still thinking i just said croissant 30 seconds ago and i'm still picturing the waitress at Maman this morning. That's so powerful. But I'm talking to you. <laughs> I don't need to be thinking about her. I complimented her nails. They were like mauve and sparkly. They were so cute. <laughs> but like, I don't need to be thinking about that. Like it's but, every which way. Yeah. I get the frustration, but I, I'm glad that like, I want you to remember this moment because I wish I was like that because sometimes I feel like my head is um that episode in SpongeBob where the tumbleweed <laughs> is like that's my brain 75 percent of the time and then and like i'm the, the one time, where the printers are going crazy and they're running around and see, there's flyers and no like, this is such a good example because <laughs> when i'm alone i'm so okay with that but when i'm with other people and i'm in that and i'm i've got that spongebob uh, scene in my head that's when i'm like fuck how am i whoa. gonna hold a conversation right now i get you but you you can you sit down she's literally standing up sorry about my dog (laughs) but with you you have all these things going on in your head and i see the frustration when you're by yourself because it it you can't put an end to it but when you're with other people you can switch it to use it as a tool and like i don't have that tool i get that so i have to like like perspective manually pull things like you said like you taught me the spatial awareness thing i have to manually think okay i'm gonna bring this up and it's like it's embarrassing sometimes that i feel like i have to pull things out of nowhere to start a conversation well the way you just told me not to judge myself you shouldn't either right because we what are we gonna do turn it off that's the problem here (laughs) it's who we are we gotta just accept it right we clearly both have pros and cons to it in ways that it helps us out you're able to relax really well which is so powerful because you have a calm mind which is a calm life and <laughs> and that's why I the way your <laughs> eyes are getting bigger as you're continuing your i'm still thinking about the croissant like <laughs> it's See, all the place. i forgot about it i'm literally thinking about how my window is still open i haven't closed it today and it's a little cold in here like it just doesn't stop but no you're right i mean it is 
it's a it's, tool it's, why it's how you I look at it socialize yeah it's like but then i feel like i talk too much <laughs> it's crazy because like lily leave that silence in <laughs> yes <laughs> i always have like a debt if i'm not talking i have a super like deadpan face like people ask what's wrong like mm. i always look mad and you'd think i was empty you'd think oh uh. there's nothing in there but when I'm, there was one episode, I mean, I do it probably every episode, every episode. There was one episode, I forgot which one it was, but Monica texted me a screenshot and it was me. I think you, I remember this. I, yeah, I think I did tell you. You were talking and it, like, I was interested, but I was doing like my focus face where I was just like, <laughs> she sent you and she sent me a screenshot and she goes, oh boy, I know that face well. Or oh. she, she, and she literally said, is everything okay? Cause it's the face where I like, I just like take off the mask and I'm listening. I'm actively listening. Trust me. I'm never not doing that. But it's it's so loud. It's so loud that like I'm so inward that the face goes blank because I'm not now I'm not thinking about what I appear, what I look like. Right. I'm like it, it's taken over your it's thought taking process. Over. Yeah. So that's when that face goes and where I'm just like, shut up. Everybody shut up. Whoa. And it gets loud. And then like and then I start worrying that it's coming off as I'm not interested where it's like don't worry i'm listening to you but i'm already listening to or excuse me i'm already thinking about how i'm going to help you through it i'm already thinking about what you're saying and where that stemmed from and i now i want to ask about this certain part of your childhood because and I, I, it's analyzing i'm just analyzing everything yeah. and i want to say like not in a judgy way i don't i don't like my natural means to analyze is not to judge ever it's to understand I constantly judge situations and pick apart and I yearn to understand everything around me because I enjoy it. But my therapist recently told me it's because I want someone to do it to me. Mm. Like it's, it's something I built to make other people, to make sure other people don't feel like I don't want to know or help them. Right. You know, <laughs> I don't, but I understand you. <laughs> I wish I, I I wish I I wish I could relate to understand more. Yeah. But I, I get what you mean. And I do see your frustration a lot of the time. That's all I like. Thank you. That's literally all I ever want is that's why I constantly go. Does that make sense? Because I constantly think I don't make sense. Me too. Because I'm so like, but like, sorry, wiping my nose. Um, <laughs> It's like that right there. And I could tell you mean that. Like, yeah. You, I didn't make sense. And that means that means a lot. So thank you. And we always tell each other, okay, hold on. Say that again. Yeah. Yeah. But that but takes we, balls. And, and, and we don't it's get hard that. To do that to other people. Right. I'm socially comfortable. And still, I don't think I'd be like, wait, what did you just say? Because then I don't want them to feel like I'm not listening or that they're dumb. Right. Or that they're not being articulate enough because it's a me problem. It's not them. It's just like, hold on rephrase that again right but like I know that can make people feel insecure in their communication styles yeah and it's this is a good point because a lot of the time on the other side of it when I get like my brain farts I had one the other night when I was at this guy's house oh you and, did oh my Wait, god you didn't tell me this what, what happened I can't I don't mean to laugh but I'm just picturing you being like no. and he's like poking you like, I get good? like really bad brain farts like I don't even know what I'm I was saying I don't know what I was about to say it's like my mouth moves faster than my brain sometimes and my brain can't catch up and then it's just gone like the train whizzed by and I lost my opportunity have you seen inside out uh maybe like when it first came out do you remember the train of thought 
It's literally like a train and it like goes off the track. I need to rewatch oh, it. Oh, it's because so it's cute. Probably me because my train is constantly off the track. That movie. Oh my God. If you have not seen Inside Out, please watch it. It's yes, it's Pixar, it's animation, but they know what the fuck oh, they're they doing. Oh, they always know what they're doing. Right. All the analogies and the way they break down the brain. And emotions. And emotions is like so accurate. Same with Soul. If you've ever seen Soul. Oh my Soul. God, Soul was so good. Like I love their depiction of like the afterlife and like your soul picking your body. Oh, it's everything. Sorry. No. <laughs> see, shut up. It's okay. I like that sometimes because when I have, see, this is why sometimes we get comments that like, you talk too much and I need to grow balls and tell you to stop talking. But this is our dynamic. And I feel like it's Thank worth you. saying. No, seriously. Those comments tear me apart. It, and like, we've, we've talked about it before and you guys see us all the time, but you, you don't know what goes on in our head. And this is our dynamic. And when I have my brain fart, she picks it up and that's why it works. Like you are able to hold you're able to continue the conversation when I can't. And like, I appreciate that. It's not that I don't have balls to stop you. And it's not that you have big balls. Big, no, <laughs> no, it's not that you don't have any awareness of that. You're talking too much. Like yeah. that's not the dynamic. Anyway. Thank you for saying I, that. I needed to say that because we, I've always wanted to address those comments, but I never knew how. And I think this is the perfect episode. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Um, beside the point, but I was at this guy's house the other night and I forget what I was talking about, but I th I knew, I knew, I always know when it's coming, the brain fart. Me too. I know when my- <laughs> Everything slows down. Yes, like <laughs> everything slows down and I know when my mouth is working faster than my brain. <laughs> I know. And uh, like, I'll, I'll get there and I know it's coming and I'll stop talking and I was, eight, it was quick. It was like, it was probably like 12 seconds and I was able to like divert a little bit and be like- uh, and like switch it up a little bit so I saved myself but in that moment I thought how cool would it be if I was comfortable enough to be like and I've only been seeing this guy for a little bit and I I think I'll get there because I am comfortable with him but in general how cool would it be if I could be like fuck I just had a brain fart with someone new like that because we all do it yeah. and like we can but it's in the moment it's so like oh I like, don't want to admit it I don't and you don't want to it throws a wrench in the flow of the conversation yeah it does. And it like, we're having a good conversation right now and I just threw a wrench in it and now like there's going to be a weird silence and it's just this whole thing that goes in my head in the moment of like why I'm not going to say that I just had a brain fart and then I, I don't know. It's just No, this, I completely understand. It felt like it was worth bringing up because I, I don't know, hopefully you guys can relate as far as the brain farts. In those <laughs> situations where, where you just said like, I wish I could have the confidence to say it because like I know we all do it. Things like that in life, like there's so many other human things that like I know we all do, like we were saying, but nobody has the balls to say it. That's that's when I say it. Yeah. And then I've never had a because I will always I'll say it to strangers like, sorry, I totally just had a brain fart. Uh, anyway, it'll come back to me and I and I let it go. Right. Unless it's like something really and we're having like a meaningful conversation. I will be like, hold on, give me a sec. And we will sit in silence and I'll have my finger up like this with my eyes closed. <laughs> but like aside from that, I think it's totally OK to be like, sorry, I totally just had a brain fart. Anyway, da, 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 da. it's it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's like I think my no judgment there. Yeah. My I think more so my social anxiety as far as like I work so hard to get the conversation here and like I've done so well. It's more so the wrench that like I said, the wrench that I'm throwing into the conversation that stops it. That's my like, fuck, you fucked it up. You, you Self-judgment. Yeah. You start like harping on yourself for it. Yeah. In those situations, like social situations where I start to judge myself and I throw it with this perspective at you all the time. Would you give someone shit if they had a brain fart? No. No. 
I'd be like, yes, I do that too. Boom, done. <laughs> I, I give that perspective it's, it's a so lot. It's so much easier said than done. Sure, of yeah. course. But I mean, it's anybody else listening too. Right. Like those situations where you think someone's going to judge you, this goes beyond conversations. An outfit, a pimple, right. a, a funny laugh that you're insecure about. Doing something stupid when you're drunk. <laughs> Literally like 99.9% .9 of the time, we're not they're more focused on themselves. Yes. They're not no going to be like. No one's going to remember. What the hell that. Do you remember back in 2008 when Alex <laughs> had a brain fart? What a nerd. What a loser butt. <laughs> like. Right. No one's going to do that. I just realized I didn't put on deodorant when I put my arm up like that. I'm like stress sweating. It's, I'll write it out. You're just thinking. No, I know. I actually showered before this, but I have about a 10 minute window after the shower that I need oh, to yeah, put on deodorant. Oh yeah, it's got to be quick got to be quick now i'm like and now you're growing can't, bacteria you can't layer it you can't put deodorant I will. oh you do that yeah i, I but need i'm gonna to... be home today so like that's fine. oh yeah you're fine but, but yeah I'm if we're going about, out like, no. soap and you water got a fresh wash you have to get the bacteria off that's yeah. what's smelling when you have bo is bacteria yeah quick little um armpit lesson it was like a rubber tire my this is i have two types of bo i either have in and out burger white onions <laughs> in and out in and no. out no not just like white onion in, in and, and out. out or firestone tires <laughs> a tire shop <laughs> literally um i wrote like a list of talking points for this episode and then i also wrote one of the talking points was we want to get into right now is when we want to a, a conversation to end and all i wrote everything else has like paragraphs all i wrote for this one was the handy damn that's crazy let's start <laughs> there though okay it's something that i do that i'm always like god am i being rude but this is my only out and it's usually <laughs> with people it's the silence fillers for me it's usually the people who yeah. like kind of don't take the hint that i don't want to have a conversation right now and they're just they won't stop and they just keep going and i pull out the i i hope they like can take this as a hint because i i'm not one to be like can you stop talking god no god no, <laughs> no. i'm a forward person I but i will never disrespect like that no, no i can't but i'll pull out the Everything that they say, I'll just be like, damn, that's crazy. It's showing damn, a subtle reaction. Crazy. It shows them, okay, they're not into this. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully they read that. And if yeah. I say it, if I say it like three or four times. Like get the picture. And, yeah. <laughs> Can you see that I don't want to have a conversation right now? I'm going to say 30% of social situations though. You just got to tough it out though. Sometimes right. the ones that don't get the hint, you're going to just, you're right. just going to keep saying and it. And that's, it's, the sun um, goes down. you know what? It's two birds, one stone ish, because I'll use that as a way for me to potentially get out of the conversation, but I'll also use it as a way for me to like entertain them having the conversation. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, cause those if people they do want, just want to talk. If they just want to talk, I'll be there and I'll listen. And I don't want you to think I'm not going to not say anything and right, I'm not going to like, I'll, I'll like shake my head. But if, if they want it to be, if they just want to like word vomit and I'm just there to be an ear, I'll pull out the damn. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. I, I want to divert a little bit before we get into ending a conversation. You said it the shaking my head. I want to talk about active listening. Ooh. When people are telling a story or, you know, it's their turn to talk. Let's just say that. 
the eye contact yeah the active listening the the nodding the head i say i, I mean i you guys probably hear it all the time on this podcast i'm constantly saying right ad libs yeah. yes things like that it's i don't want to like give a lesson because ultimately i think things like that should come naturally you never want to force like a right oh cool it'll come mm-hmm. off as forced very cool <laughs> like you never want to be like annoying like that but like i think um if you're somebody like me who can go deadpan in the face quite easily, try and be a little more conscious of like they're looking at you. Yeah. So like look engaged, like smile a little or, you know, obviously it depends what you're talking about. But like I think being conscious of that um, body language too. Yeah. Yeah. Body language and high contact is so big for me. I, you don't need to be staring me down the barrel. Like I do it on this podcast all the time. If we had a zoomed in camera, like I'll look at the camera, I'll look at you, but then I, I always go to the right corner. I always look around or I'll look at link. Like looking around for me is it helps my train of thought to keep going. Right. But I think making sure you're checking in. Right. Because I, I find that too. Like if I'm looking around, I keep that as a a way to keep like my mind going yeah, as they're talking it's a stimulation right but if if i do that too much i don't want them to think that i'm not interested yeah. in what they're saying yeah. so there's it's balance it's balance and i i think that's why it's important to always just like check in with the eye contact it's right like it's like when link and i go to the park i have taught her since she was a puppy that like she does her round and i always make sure she comes back and she boops my knee with her Aww. nose it's, she checks in with me Aww. just little communication little body language communication that we are engaged that like we're, we're, aware, on, the same we're page. on the same page right i think it's important to do that in conversations eye contact facing them whatever uh, one other. no i'm glad you said that when you said keeping yourself in check something that i do when i get really comfortable in conversations and i do this a lot with you is I try and finish people's sentences when people and like I like it with you because like I know I can do it and I know half the time like I'm able to say what I think you're gonna say but when I get too comfortable and I do it and sometimes I feel like I'm interjecting and I'm saying something I'm speaking over them when that's not my intention I just want you to know that like I understand I understand what you're saying and like I'm right there with you yes and it's too it's a fine line because I want that and I want you to see that I'm super engaged but i don't want you to think that i'm shutting you up it's something i actively work on too i have to keep it in check i have to tell myself like they're not like i was saying earlier like they're they're not they're not don't always assume they want that type of response Mm -hmm. maybe they just want to talk right so let them finish i i do it too dude i mean i know you know that like i i'm always just like yes you know you literally i can I'll sometimes know verbatim the next four words they're going to say. Yep. But let them say it. Let them say it. And then afterwards be like, you nailed it. I know exactly what you mean. You said it perfectly. And like, right. let them know. Encourage that- their their way of saying it rather than filling in the blanks for them. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're somebody like us where you feel like you you interject, I, I think there's there's ways to like the intention behind interjecting is rarely just to be loud it's rarely it's you know it's that's never my intention at least it's it's like you said it's to show um, understanding and engagement but there's other See, ways I just to fucking do that. Did it. But like, it's me. I don't care. But yes, no, we, the, we do it all the time on this podcast. All the time. We do that. We do it so much where like we rely on it. It is our convert. Like yep. I know Kristen's going to pick up this next word. Yes, we just did it right yes. there. Yes, you just. <laughs> 
literally rewind it doing it like that it, we do it all the time yeah, and see I get into this mindset that like we're able I think that's part of I don't know maybe we need to hang out with more no. people we just assume this I, is the only dynamic seriously I get so comfortable with the fact that it's so successful in yeah. our dynamic that it could potentially be that successful with other people the that it, when it's so not the case and I'm so you know what I'm <laughs> it's so funny because I'm such a big oversharer and a lot of the times like I'll overshare with someone and I think god Kristen would have got it no same same and I'm like okay Alex but it's not that's not Kristen it's not the same dynamic it's not the same and it's not your best friend's dynamic and it's not your mom's or your sister's dynamic and it's sometimes it's hard to separate that and like especially for me when I when I always like hope for a really good conversation and I want it to be so successful and I've seen it be successful with like people like you in my life and I like rely on those tactics but it's not always the same with other people yeah no it's it's a big (laughs) reality check I give myself often but like that's what makes us special and then I remember that but it's it's a muscle like I said earlier it's a muscle you got to exercise and being able to adapt to social situations is something everybody I believe everybody is capable of but you do have to put yourself in those situations to learn and gather the tools and learn how other people work it's you know I I am grateful that it's actually a big passion of mine I love understanding other humans but I do understand it's not the easiest thing so I hope this this episode helps you guys at least kind of get some other perspectives and relate a little that, bit. Yep. Build yeah. that confidence around it. But yeah, let, let's end with um, exiting conversations. That was a good one. Okay. Exiting conversation is, can be, can be one of the hardest things when you're already not on the same page of the conversation. It's obviously easy to end conversations when you literally have to go. You right. can just be like, hey, yo, I, like, I'm so sorry, I got to go. But the com- the hardest ones are the ones you just There's don't no want real excuse. to be in. There's so many different scenarios of this my head did go to like a bar right I was thinking like house party the eye contact with friends this is a big female thing too the look where you're like little you widen literally 0.7 millimeters of your eye Mm -hmm. it's a sweet spot it's it's not like no where the person's gonna notice no there's different looks it's just like a yep like it's like a flutter lips yeah and you like swallow and you like sharp back to the person i feel like that's that's ours at least yes and then i know right away like come over and be like come get a drink with me and like break up the conversation it uh i I don't have like one answer to give here it's it's fucking hard though the biggest thing i kind of go by is like i don't want to waste either of our time i wouldn't say this this is this i'm gonna get to the dialogue in a sec but in my head i'm like okay i don't want to waste either of our time right now but i don't want them to think i don't value what they're saying or that they're not like making sense or anything so I think like validate and then dip just be like god that's such a good point um hey you know what though we gotta pick this up another time like you're such a vibe like give throw them a compliment you're such a vibe I'm so glad we met maybe I'll see you next time and then right and then dip like wrap it up with acknowledgement compliment of their character because clearly whether the conversation didn't go that well you it started for a reason you clearly had an, an an attraction to talk to this person in the first place I'm not talking just romantic just anywhere party you're drawn to each other you're drawn to, to each some other extent. somehow acknowledge that make them feel validated validate yourself in the interaction you just had it wasn't a waste and then dip does mm-hmm. that make sense yep 
Totally. It, it's hard not having an exact situation to like get out of, but like it's kind of like a version of like the compliment sandwich that people use in social situations. Like, or when you're trying to give criticism, people will say, use a compliment sandwich. You start with the compliment, hit them with the butt, and then end with another compliment. A compliment. It's a version of that for me where like, all right, we're going to wrap this up, but I really did appreciate you giving me your time. Bye. Let's talk about getting out of conversations where you're like, uncomfortable oh what like the conversations that are my biggest fear that i put on people am i making this per am i going too deep Mm. what if someone's going too deep with you and you're like Like, you might be getting triggered or like something like that like how do you get out of that kind of conversation i feel like if i got super uncomfortable topic wise in a conversation i would just pull the uh yeah i'm not i'm not trying to talk about this right now or we don't have to talk about it right now i love that i like the we don't have to talk about it right now so it still feels like a conversation and it's not so like attack i'm yeah attack and like i'm putting up the wall it's more so like let's put a pin in it and come back to it love that we don't have to talk about it right now Mm -hmm. move on to something else yeah generally people will be okay with that right i have had times where they're like nah come on i'm like all right, too far. Like, right. We're no. not talking about this right now. Let's not. Not here. I think those situations, it's just honesty. Yeah. And I'm a big like on the environment side of it. If you're trying to go super deep and we're at like a bar. Yeah. I'll pull the like, oh, we could talk about this later. Mm-hmm. Like it's so loud in here. I'd rather talk about this when it's quiet. Right. Yeah. That one, I, I think just being honest, like we said. Yeah. If you were ever on a date and it was going like so horribly wrong, would you ever pull the like, oh, my friend's calling me. She's in trouble. I got to go. God, this is like my biggest fear. (laughs) I've always like kind of had it in my back pocket. I always, I always go into the date thinking like, if this is going to be the worst date of my life, I do need an out. And I'm not one to like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and never come back. God, no, God, no. That's, that's, disrespect so disrespectful they need to at least know i'm about to dip yeah um but i think i think i would maybe go to the bathroom and come back and be like oh my god my roommate is in distress right now and she really needs me to go damsel in distress literally she's rapunzel Um, my roommate rapunzel have you heard of her (laughs) she really needs me right now i hate to do this but like can we rain check yeah I think I would pull that if I was super uncomfortable and wanted to go. I don't know. It's funny to think about because I've never had to, but you always like fucking see it in movies. I always like picture. I've seen like TikToks of people being like um, making my best friend answer the phone with fake tears to get me out of this date. Like I would do that for you. And like, I I do always think like I can hit Alex or Leanna or Brie with a message and be like fake cry calling you in 10 and they'll know what to do. Like, yep. Yes, I would do that. But I, for me, I've, I've totally thought about this. Like I personally would go with the, I don't feel well. Oh, and I would just say like, I have, point. I have stomach problems. Like I'm not, I don't care to say that if I'm never going to see you again anyway too, like right. who fucking cares? I'll be like, like, honestly, like I'm not really like feeling that well. I'm so sorry to cut this short. And I, I would, I would be, I would literally say like, I'm so embarrassed to do this, but like, can I, I gotta go like I don't feel well like I would I would put it into my lack of ability to be like okay in the situation I would put it on me and be right. like I'm, I'm not feeling well like therefore there's nothing you can do about it exactly <laughs> like they, they they can't piece together anything more than just like oh like, she has to shit her pants that or like nobody's gonna argue the same way when you call to work and you say you're not feeling well like rarely people are gonna people will not argue with your well-being like right. health comes first and like generally humans respect that so like such i would a hit good it point. with that such a good point 
I tend to bring up my stomach problems too on dates <laughs> and not, and like not in just like a, Hey, want to know something about me? No. Like they'll be like, do you want to order this? And like th- this literally happened in my last date. Cause we went to, we went to Shuka, which is Mediterranean. Okay. And there was like a hummus trio platter and hummus hurts my stomach. And he's like, do you want to get the hummus? And I was like, I'm down, but let's get the sweet potato one. He's like, Oh, you don't like chickpeas. And I was like, honestly, they, they wreck my stomach pretty bad. Mm. Like usually if I'm with you, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna know, you're gonna, gonna find, you're gonna find out quick. Right. Yeah. So then I can say that the date went south 20 minutes from there. I could be like, right. they put chickpeas in this, <laughs> I gotta go, like, bye. And I could just use out. that as your out. Exactly. Ooh, I'm sorry, I was showing ankle. Alex. That's crazy. Whore. <laughs> like link. No, I know. Her leg open. Like we said, I hope this episode helps you guys that. I, I wish we had a lot of like like the Patreon episodes gonna be really good because yeah. I want like examples I want to like you guys to give advice about but these are our perspectives. I, I think if you're gonna take anything away from this episode, it's exercise the muscle. Right. It's it, I can't stress it enough. It's, it's and we're, something we've built over time. We're all in the conversation boat, kind of go into it knowing that there are different perspectives as far yes. as how people navigate conversations because that's something that I never connected in my head. Yeah. There's different ways that people go into conversations expecting it to flow. So don't beat yourself up with your style and don't think it's your fault that the conversation isn't flowing. It's a two-way street. Right. It's a tennis game. Like you said, and like takes two to tango. If they're playing tennis with a cucumber, it's going to be a different game than if they're playing with a racket. (laughs) Right. You're so right. That's what I'm saying. So get your rackets ready. Get your rackets ready. Uh, for Patreon, send us. Yeah, send in. Literally, like, I, we just want your thought process with all this. Yes, thought process scenarios, shit you've had to get out of, ways you make conversations flow, yep. um, things you've been tripped up on, how you get out of conversations. We want to hear it all. I want to hear different styles than just the two of us. Yeah, like we said, like I think we get caught in ours a lot, mm-hmm. and we know there's a kajillion infinite amount more of types of conversationalist and again all just as important in the conversation so who do you like who do you like to talk to who do you dislike like types of people um what types of people do you like to talk to what types of people are hard to talk to fuck criticize us if you want yeah literally like be nice but like criticize us if you want just be nice (laughs) and even if you're not on patreon comments below if you're listening on youtube Let's we go want, in about yeah. this topic. I think it's so valuable. Th- this is this is the epitome of what you're saying. Like, if we had an open conversation about how we converse, then people would be more comfortable. Right. So let's like start we here. Need the other side of it. We want yes. you guys to engage just as much as we engage. It's awareness of other perspectives. It does wonders for the human, mm-hmm. subconsciously and consciously. So if you're listening on YouTube, comment down below. And while you're there, subscribe. I don't know. And something then crazy hit that like button hit the like button. i don't know whatever Turn if on you your want notifications to if you want no biggie i'm not even tripping <laughs> um if you're listening on a what's it called apple, apple podcast Podcasts. have you ever heard of it or spotify rate us you can rate us and write a review please it helps us out a lot seriously though the rating that alone it really helps like when people search it helps push up our podcast and that's more people in an even bigger community and then we Ooh, take it and the, the conversation is just gonna get bigger and bigger it's com- one big conversation about conversations the conversation is conversationing conversing but like you know like oh my god your pants are pantsing right now oh or right like, like that whole thing like that was a, a bad example but you get what i'm trying to say your pants are pants your pants are our pantsing. pants are pantsing we do have fun pants on right now fun pants all right i'm hungry i love you guys so much 
Have a great rest of your week. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, big heads up. Super Bowl's this weekend. Oh, yeah. Have fun. Ba-ball. Be safe. <laughs> it's one of those days where I do feel like I have to throw out the drunk driver. Oh, yeah. Thing. Uber everywhere. It's just, it's a crazy day. Have fun, though. Be Go safe. Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> they will never be in the Super Bowl. Let's get real. That's what Aww. I love about Raiders fans. No, yeah. So diehard, but like. <laughs> you know you're not going You're there. not going. One year. Maybe it might be like a flip of the switch like the Warriors. If everybody just like, all right, just let them win. Hey. <laughs> like, oh, they deserve it. Win. Why do I feel bad? <laughs> like next year, let's all just agree let the Raiders to let the Raiders win. win. They, they need one year. <laughs> they need a dub. <laughs> All right, go Raiders. Go Raiders. Have a good week. Love you. Bye. Bye.